This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Touchdown. Vershawn Jackson, number 34, gets the touchdown. Terrell Farley, Terrell Farley. Terrell Farley. Defending Terrell Farley. Who last week in his first start was a holy terror. Number 43. And Jake Bakoven. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Powered by Bauer. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Get out of here, Terrell. <laughs> Get out of here. Stephanie, or no, it's Stephen Costello, PCAT, Kevin C., we see you on the stream. Everybody that's out there in Aloe Country that see us out here getting busy, we appreciate y'all. Keep it coming. We're going to bring you more and more and more and more and more content from 93.7 The Ticket, more sports, Kansas City Royals, all of our sponsors, Bauer, everybody that sponsors 93.7 The Ticket that make it possible for us to be on air to bring you the information, to bring you sports information, knowledge information, and just fun. Just fun, Bach. That's right. Just like they're going to bring you Solich. That's right. Okay. Now let's talk <laughs> about this Solich thing because I had to stop for a minute and say, well, VJ, you can't wait to the last minute now to get your tickets. I better get my 10 now. They might sell out. They might. It's 52,000. Yeah. What, where are we at? We ain't even in April. No. We're in, we're at least three weeks away. I wonder how much they're usually. I, I, I can't. $10. I don't want to throw in a. 10 bucks. Well, not the 10 bucks. I wonder how much they're walking usually. Like, 10 How bucks. many they usually get. Not price. Oh, like, you, mean you get people? like 10,000 walk-ins. Easy. People that don't uh, buy before they go in. Easy. But you got to yeah. think, if, in three weeks, if you got 52,000 tickets sold, in three weeks, it, let's just say they do another 10,000 a week. Mm hmm. 52, 62, 72, 82. We're on our way. Hold out. Yeah, you're pretty close. To We're on our right. way. Yeah. And then you get a walk up, 92, it's back. And they announced the headliner yesterday, Frank Solich. Man, <laughs> listen, when you said Solich, what did Terrell ask me who my favorite coach was? Oh, yeah, Frank Solich. Still to, this, still, still to this day, the things that Coach Solich taught me, I taught so many youth. In my organization, so many, so so many things that he taught me, um, that I've taught so many kids, man. I, I, I just, I'm so appreciative to Coach Solis because he believed in me, even when I changed position, he still believed in me, yeah. and I appreciate him for believing in me, giving me a, a kid from Omaha the projects, the opportunity to come to Nebraska and 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 play football. I appreciate that. He made me, he helped make me tough. He helped mold me into who I am, mm. and I still to this day think. That if Coach Solich would have stayed the head coach, mm -hmm. but stayed at running backs, don't be the offensive coordinator, still be the assistant offensive coordinator, turn that over to Coach Gill, I still think he would have been here today. That's mm -hmm. just me. Now, I know there was a witch hunt with Steve Peterson, but I think the offense struggled. Defense did too a little bit, but offense really struggled in that first year in 98, 90, you know, going in that transition. Yeah, it's, it is. it is. I mean, certainly looking at the past – 
however many years and, and failed head coaches and Frank Solich just recently retiring in the last couple of years. It is, I mean, it's clear in history. Nebraska would have been better off just keeping Frank that whole time. Yep. Uh, of course, um, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, I understand why they made the move. It certainly wasn't. What? Well, it wasn't. You don't understand why they made that move. Well, it wasn't up to Tom Osborne's standards, which is where Nebraska thought they no, were. No, sir, that's not, that wasn't, that wasn't it, sir. Well, they don't say they, Tom Osborne standards because Coach Osborne had had a nine win season probably fifteen, sixteen years. Well, that's the point. Twenty five years to be exact, and and then Frank Solich had a seven and seven year. I know seven and one. seven sounds pretty good to us now. He had one. <laughs> but, he had one seven and seven. Year. Yeah, but that was like that was crazy. At, that was unheard of at Nebraska to go five hundred. One. Yeah. One. But then they were losing to the likes of Kansas State and Texas and Oklahoma. We remember from uh, from Steve Peterson saying it. But he had uh, to figure his way out. I mean, he, had, yeah. he people don't understand. I I spoke at that press conference when we were, you know, the transition of power, and one of the things that I said was that the only differences should be, and I thought would be, and I might have been not really thinking this thing through, would be the stature. So Coach Osborne's tall, yeah. so it's not. I thought <laughs> yeah. that would be the only difference, right? But you got to think, man, Coach Osborne was a doctor at football. And to take the doctor at football who gave Coach Solich his opportunity, you can't expect Solich to be – he had a Heisman Trophy winner. You can't expect him for him to win, like, in the, early in his career. Hmm. What did he do at the University of Ohio, though? Oh, pretty darn good. He's got a, a – a, Field named after him now. He's the winningest head coach in the history of Ohio University. And of the MAC <laughs> conference. Yeah. Right? We should welcome him back with open oh, arms yeah. and figure out what can we do to have him come help us get this thing headed in the right direction because I can almost guarantee you that he's still in shape. Well, and he did. I mean, Matt Rule said that he's talked to him already, so um, there's at least that going on f uh, for him. But um, I, I, in the other part of this with with uh, um, the athletic director, Trev Albert, speaking yesterday about it was basically that Frank just doesn't – you know, he's not an attention look-at-me type of guy. So um, he said, you know, for the longest time, Trev's been trying to get him back and has kind of – you know, Frank's just kind of said, yeah, that's not really me. And, and Trev finally uh, kind of, you know, the flip switch in his head and he said – what if it's not for you? What if this is something the fans want? And it really is. And this is another this is another opportunity and another example of Trev Alberts uh, and having somebody in that position of power that understands the fan base, understands you know this this isn't going to change anything on the field too much, but it does it helps mend some fences and just and I and I think for uh, some feelings and, and make some. Um, just the Husker fans have him, and people want to see Frank back. I wanted to see him back for the Louisiana Tech game. Hopefully, maybe they still have Frank Solich bobblehead day. Yeah. Uh, but that, because that was his first game in 1998. I wanted to invite Troy Edwards back, who yeah. has the receiving record and all that. But um, We won that game. We did win that game yeah. still. Uh, but uh, I thought that would be a good time to do it. But the spring game uh, is just as good, and uh, I can't wait to see Frank back out there. Again, some people think it'll break a curse, think there's a curse because of, of how bad uh, Nebraska's been since the fire of Frank Soldier. I mean, you think you, about you treated one of your own bad. Well, Steve Peterson was one. Of, that's who, that's who recruited me. What are you talking about? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, then you turn right around and, and fire Solich. It could have been personal issues. I don't know. I don't care. But 77 is not a reason to fire the greatest running backs coach in the history of Nebraska football. Period.
Now they like they said they thought they were losing ground from being the top. That, that's why it's hard to follow an all-time great. Is so because then you go get a proven loser. Well, they, they well Bill Callahan wasn't their first choice. Uh, but uh, who was the <laughs> that first might choice? Might have been part of the problem. Who was the first choice? I don't know who the first choice was. Who but was they, the first choice? They were turned down by Sir, four or five guys. By who? Uh, Houston Nutt was one of them. Are you sure about that? I mean, we can go back and look through the to, exactly what the names were. None I, of them were none of them were great names that turned out to be great college coaches anyway. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know who turned his job down. One thing for sure, two things for certain. Turner Gill didn't get offered, but he was mm-hmm. still on staff with Callahan. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I'm necessarily buying that. I think Steve Peterson was here to um, plant that seed of of mediocrity into us by – taking Solich's legs out. You knew if you took out Solich, come, come on, man, Solich played in 1962, right? Yeah. He played in 1962. He was a former Husky. He was one of the first fullbacks, I mean, one of the best fullbacks at his height and stature. Well, wait a minute. So he turns around, he's a coach for 20-something odd years, then turns around and be the head coach, and then you mean to tell me because he has one seventy-seven season, we fire him? Well, that and again the nine and three season when they're but the losses were blowouts. Now I will say this too: part of if if they would have kept Frank Soldiers, that they had Bo Pelini. He had a one year stint. Remember when Frank Soldiers' final year? That defense was one of the top defenses in the nation. It had Barrett Rude, Demario Williams, uh, uh, Fabian Washington, the Bullocks twins. I mean that was a well uh, equipped unit. And then you remember what happened the next year in two thousand four? They're getting blown out, and it took a little bit. And Kevin Cosgrove obviously never got it back to that level. So um, but it, you forced it, his hand. They, but that was forced, that was a big mistake there. Think about this. Solich had to fire guys that he had been around mm. for 30-plus years. 25 to 30 years had to give them their walking papers. Right? Yep. So now you, you didn't make a guy fall on the sword once. You made him fall on the sword twice. Because after he fell on the sword by cutting his friend's neck off, then he turns around, hires all these guys, and then you cut his neck off. And give the the guy you give the guy the job that he was he that he brought in. Come on, man, that that ain't that set us back doing that twenty years. How long has it been? Easy twenty. Yeah, well, since his last year here is twenty years. Yeah. Well, there you go. Set us back. Yeah. So to 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 bring Solich back here to right that wrong to let him know that his rifle spot. He's here at Nebraska with us. Because even though he's at Ohio, I followed his entire career, mm-hmm. right? And I always felt like, boy, he's a Nebraska Husker, Ohio Beaver. Or whatever, Ohio what? Bobcat. There yeah. you go, Bobcat. <laughs> yeah, I always thought that about Solich. So let's talk about Solich's teams. Let's talk about yeah. his tenure at Nebraska. Who would we say is the best player in Solich's tenure at Nebraska? I think you got to go with the Heisman Trophy. You got to go with Crouch? Yeah. Really? I would think so. Let me jog my mind. There's a lot of good names in here that I wrote down earlier, though. Yeah, I would say I, I, you have to go with Crouch. You can't yeah. you can't go with anybody else if you got a Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. Did we have <laughs> any other winner besides? I think Riola would yeah, win. Yeah, Dominic Riola. Yeah, and and by the way, I think Riola knows this because him and Tony came out early that that year, mm. right? I, and if they would have came back, right? I believe that they both know that they would have won a championship. In two thousand one, yes, was it was Finotti on the two thousand one yes. team? Yes, he came out early. I thought Finotti was on that team. Somebody came out I think, early. Yeah, I think uh, if it's not Tone, you is the other. Um, I think it was Tone. You came out early. 
Now he was on the 2001 team and he was a junior. I think in 2000, I think that's I think Riola came out with a season left. Well, it was somebody else though. It was Riola and somebody else. Mm. Somebody else came out. I thought early in that year that came out offensive lineman that probably should have stuck around. But when the league come out and tell you that they were, he's got so such a funny story. I won't mess it up. Uh, Riola does about how he tricked the NFL in that whole deal. You know what I'm saying? So I, Did yeah, he? I, oh, he tricked them bad. It was such a good story. You know what I mean? In 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 his eyes, he wasn't gonna never be able to go to the NFL. He wasn't gonna ever. His stock was never gonna be the same, and as it was when he left. Yeah. And well, I, he won the Remington Trophy. You're you're called, you're the best center in the nation. Go get out while the iron's hot. That's but right, yeah. was the iron hot? If you'd have came back, remember, there was two guys that did the same thing our senior year. We had lost, but then Grant, Grant Winstrom, Jason Peters decided they were potential first-round draft picks their junior year. Yeah. They came back. Guess what happened? They went first round. Yeah. And we won the championship. Without them, we don't win at all. And so I think, you know, it's so funny that we, me and him was talking about that, that he felt like had he stayed – we might have won another championship. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's the year. And they might have. I mean, there. You think about Dominic Riola. Maybe doesn't make up the talent gap between you know Miami and Nebraska, but it's who close. knows what happens? I mean, that's a big. That's a guy. That's not a, a maybe guy. That's going to be you know. And now his career played out. That was what a, a ten plus year starting center in the NFL and a, a really good one. It, but but it was somebody though. It was an offensive lineman that year. And I know Richie Cognito. I know he, he he was there, but he got kicked off. Yeah, eventually. So I'm not talking Richie, but I thought it was another guy on that offensive line that came out early. Hmm. I don't know why I'm thinking Tonyu. Didn't we have another Samoan? Yeah, it was Tonyu and there's another one. Really good. Oh. It's going to bother me. Help me out, text line. <laughs> you guys always do a great job of helping me. You're not helping me today. Who's the other lineman that came out early in 2000? That could have came back for another year. I thought it was one more alignment that we were talking about. I could be wrong, but I know me and me and uh, um, me and uh, uh, Dominic. Uh, yeah, do, yeah, we were talking uh, at the scrimmage, and, and that was one of the things that came up. And I know I don't remember exactly who it was, and maybe he was saying to get a chance to play with Tony. Maybe he yeah. was saying that, you know, because Hoekstein Hoekstein went out, but he was a senior, I believe, in two thousand. Yeah, I don't, I don't really remember. Who would we say the best defensive player would be in the solo chair? Mm, that's a good question because uh, there's a lot of them. And, and you know, there's a distinction, too, because I think part of the reason why people wanted to get – I don't want to say people want to get rid of Solich, but, I mean, I think there was a bit of a recruiting drop-off or perceived recruiting drop-off from Osborne to Solich. But, again, you look at that 2003 defense and, I don't, you know, you've, other than like 2009, 2010, you haven't had a unit stacked like that. Yeah, well, you 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 have to evolve in this game, and Solich had to evolve. He was going to have to. He was going to have to evolve. I don't think so. I think the option offense is still as deadly today if you know how to block it well as it was yesterday. I really and truly do. I really think that you know the all the the, the option offense is a lost martial art. It's like it's like losing something. That was so – I mean, you, I ain't even going to talk about the option. I hope we see some, though. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to see us run the option. I think with the quarterbacks we got, we can do it. Well, and, two, uh, it's it, you know, Frank did adjust his offense. It wasn't just option offense at Ohio. So, you know, you might have seen that either way if he would have sure. stayed at Nebraska. 
but I, I, that's what I'm saying. I think we got we should have gave him an option to make that transition. Transition is off. Yeah. yeah, not not yeah. You know what? So when they fired Coach Sullivan, what was his record? Fifty-eight and nineteen at Nebraska. Perfect. What was his record that year they fired him? Nine and three. Although. Trying to think because the, the he didn't play, he didn't do the the uh, the bowl game so I guess eight and three technically we I got guess. blown out by Colorado um, somebody else blew us out or we were ten and three that year so he was nine and three yeah so I mean high size twenty twenty but <laughs> right haven't been haven't been, had a winning percentage of that ten and three season since then who made that decision for real <laughs> was it Steve Peterson it had to be Steve yeah he's an athletic director yeah okay so somebody well Steve's got to report to somebody doesn't he. Yep. Oh, yep. okay. So I don't think that he just made that decision well, by himself. Wasn't just his choice. No. Uh, we won't Harvey, get it. Harvey Perlman gets a lot of. Let's not get into this. Okay. <laughs> we want to stay positive, and I know this will take us turn for the dark side. And we don't want to do that. American Nightmare says VJ better be quick for the four hundred because he has fifty two thousand people watching him already. Mm. Oh no! I'm trying. Training. Uh, I'm trying. Not training? Yeah, I'm training too, but I'm okay. trying. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm gonna, tr- I'm gonna give it to college try. Okay, I'm not gonna, bo- I'm not gonna run from it. Uh, Red Rocket says, I heard back then he was dipping. Oh, stop! <laughs> the rumor mill, yeah. Yeah, even if he was, is that enough to fire him? You know what I mean? <laughs> Coaches are dipping their pen in company ink, man. Stop it! <laughs> I'm not saying it's right, but we learn from our mistakes. Was it right to fire him? He got a job anyway. Yeah. He di- he got a job. Yeah. He turned their program around. He's got a field named after him. Well, yeah. they didn't stop them from hiring him. No. Oh. Just saying. Sean P. says, Bob, better stop defending Solich being fired. I better? That's what he said. Bob, better stop defending Solich. <laughs> I thought you were defending him more than I me. I thought I was, so, too. I was giving the other side of it. Really. I thought so, too. Yeah. Sean right. P., don't get mixed up. <laughs> I, I'm defending him getting fired. I didn't want I didn't want Solis to get fired. I didn't th- I thought it was a premature firing. I really mm-hmm. did. Me personally. And, and if you didn't have somebody already ready to go, yeah, that was the problem. It, I always say that too. Is the problem is is who they hired, not the fact that they fired Solis. But obviously, in hindsight, it wasn't just who they hired. Then <laughs> it was their next several hires. Yeah, I, I like Bo, but. Right, here they come. JJ says, anyone saying anything about perhaps the removal of Solich having nothing to do with football? Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, even if it didn't. If he did he do anything illegal? Was it was it illegal? If it wasn't illegal, why people make mistakes. Even yeah. if it was, people make mistakes. It didn't come out. The head coach didn't get arrested. He didn't get they, 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 no information really came out as to what went on. Us insiders had an idea, but unless you ask Solich, you don't. No one really knows. Well, and again, I think those things too. It's the same thing with Bo Pelini. You can say this or that, you know, about him yelling and stuff. Ultimately, it is the record that that kind of comes down on you, and the fact that you know you you were kind of following the the standards of of Nebraska were not where they had been. And again, that's because they had been on the top with Tom Osborne. That's tough to tough to replicate. Yeah, uh, Mahoff says this, and I, I I reluctantly read this, but I but there's certain truths to this. Now I don't know if it's the mob, but it's somebody because <laughs> I think I think I think Frost was on that same train. I think Frost was on the same train, Mahoff. Peterson was hired by the mob to bring Nebraska football down. 
<laughs> the mob doesn't like Nebraska football. Dude, do, do, you, do you know that the five years that I was at Nebraska football, riddle me this, how many games didn't we cover? Hmm. Think about that for a minute. How many games during those 60 wins and three losses didn't Nebraska football cover? Well, I'll give you three. Now tell me how many. Were you favored in those three games? Arizona State. Probably oh, I'm quite yeah. sure we were Arizona State for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Texas for sure, for sure. Yeah, not, maybe not Florida State. Was that uh, I don't think I think Florida State might have had us by yeah. Florida yeah. State was 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 was. It didn't matter in that, but I, I don't know if we covered in that game. My point is, how many games did we not cover in that season? I almost will tell you it, it's it's it, it's got to be on one hand. Mm. So could you imagine having that level of consistency? You know what that did to the books? <laughs> oh, there you go. Just saying. Oh, we are riding, y'all. We ride. Bryce says, Crouch, we ride. We ride. And he says this too. Souls didn't want to come back because it's not his style. But Trev said it's more for the fans. The fans want him to come back. So we all can show our appreciation for Coach and what he did for the program. Sounds like that's what's got Coach to come back for the spring game. Mm -hmm. He's one of us. He'll always be one of us. Coach Solich. Frankie Fastballs. Like we like to call him. <laughs> Generation Little Man. Uh, what's the other one? Alexander the Great. <laughs> little Man Syndrome. We call it Frankie Fastball Syndrome. I'm just saying. Coach Sol is the best running back coach to ever grace. I think ever. The the i I don't some of the techniques that he that he taught back then, if they were taught today. We, I guarantee you we're going to see this out of our running backs. They're going to be different running backs, especially if Solich is coming back, because I guarantee you I'm going to run into him and see if I can get him on. <laughs> it's the captain, the ticket, 93.7. We'll be right back. Crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, 